You are listening to Seniors Junction Podcast. Your hosts today, Namrata Bagaria and myself, Paul Merkley, co-founders of Seniors Junction. Our special guests today, both of them founding members of the Wisdom Exchange Project, Lauren Bichard and Danielle D'Amico. Welcome. Hi, Thank Paul. You Thanks so much. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, tell us a bit about yourself and, and, and about the project, what you do. Yeah, for sure. I will get started. So my name is Lauren Bichard. I'm a PhD student at the University of Waterloo in Ontario, Canada. Um, and in my research, I study how lifestyle factors like physical activity and social activity can help prevent dementia and help people to live well with dementia. Um, and, you know, as a kind of offshoot from that, I am one of the founding members of the Wisdom Exchange Project, like you mentioned. And so uh, what we do is we're an initiative that uses intergenerational partnerships to help address social isolation among older adults. Thank you. Danielle? Yeah, so my name is Danielle D'Amico. I am just finishing my second year of my PhD in psychology at Ryerson University. Um, and my research focuses on the effects of chronic stress throughout the lifespan on cognitive function and aging and the different lifestyle or modifiable factors that can buffer the effects of stress across the lifespan, one of which being um, social engagement. And I'm also a founding member of the Wisdom Exchange Project, or WEP, as we like to call it. <laughs> That's awesome. It's fun always to meet uh, fellow doctoral students, and uh, it's just going to be a rich conversation, I know, ahead in time. So my question to you is that uh, in the project that you do, uh, can you first tell us a little more about what this Wisdom Exchange Project is, and more so, did you find senior isolation while working, and if so, what were the pain points? Mm -hmm. So the Wisdom Exchange Project is an intergenerational exchange project, as we like to, to call it. So what we do is we match up graduate students in all sorts of various fields in Ontario and Quebec to older adults um, living in the community in Ontario and Quebec. And we match them based on um, similar interests, hobbies, language, etc. And um, we kind of just introduce them and let the conversation take over from there and um, let them sort of form their own friendships and connections and relationships. And um, I guess the premise of it when we first, you know, we're deciding how the program was going to run is that, you know, isolation in seniors is very common, as we know, but also the pandemic just totally exacerbated that across the lifespan though, not just in older adults. So we thought, okay, this would be a perfect opportunity to, you know, facilitate social engagement across uh, generations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like social isolation is uh, something that we've all experienced so much during the pandemic, young and old alike. And I think that uh, if there's anything that, you know, we've universally learned during this pandemic, it's that social isolation is a serious problem. So 
what we're hoping is that we can all kind of remember how this like social isolation has felt as the pandemic starts to hopefully ebb and, and use this as kind of a way to build empathy for people who will continue to experience social isolation beyond uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. And so, you know, while the Wisdom Exchange Project was initially started to address that problem that we were all experiencing more kind of um, earlier on in the pandemic, we're hoping that it will continue to be a useful program and there's definitely a need for it um, as we all kind of start to reemerge a bit. And, you know, one of the big challenges with social isolation is it's a bit of a boogeyman problem. Like unless you're in it or you provide uh, programs and services to seniors, you don't really see it unless it's right in front of you. Um, and it's easy to turn a blind eye to it when it's not immediately in front of you. And so that's why I think, you know, something like the Wisdom Exchange Project where we're keeping the keeping the pressure on social isolation and what you guys are doing with the seniors junction as well, keeping this at the forefront of people's minds is so, so important. Um, so I guess two part question, what, what is your vision for tackling this problem of social isolation in seniors? And I'm very curious to know about the title of the project. I think there must be some idea behind that you haven't quite said yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so kind of a core vision for addressing the challenge of social, social isolation, coming back to the idea we talked about of, you know, everyone has experienced this. Um, we really believe that everyone has a right to be included, no matter your age or ability, and everyone has something of value to contribute and to gain from connecting with other people uh, in social settings. So our vision of solving social isolation, or at least, you know, part of the problem, with the Wisdom Exchange Project is to use this idea of mutually beneficial um, intergenerational relationships. So each party, young and old, has something valuable to contribute and to gain from that partnership. Um, and so again, we're not a social or a clinical service. We simply match younger and older adults with each other based on their preferences and interests and create space for them to build a friendship very organically and authentically uh, with each other. And you know, it's not anything super complex. It is really quite simple at its core, the idea of just you create space for people to connect and, and share something meaningful and give people the opportunity to do that. Mm -hmm. But the wisdom word is very interesting, not super complex, but, but you use the word wisdom. And I'm interested in what you're thinking because that has different connotations. Yeah, I think like when we were, you know, coming up with a program, we didn't want it to be seen as something that you know, younger adults or the grad student volunteers were only giving something to the older adults and they were like needy or something. Like the older adult partners are intended to also give back to the younger generation and share their life experiences and their wisdom and their, you know, what they've learned and whatnot to also benefit the younger generations. And that's what we mean by wisdom and intergenerational exchange. Like it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. I, I would not want to be paired with someone who just thought, oh, I have to help this guy through his, his working on the internet. <laughs> I'd like to think that there would be an issue. Well, we, do yeah. people, we do quite a bit of that at Seniors Junction. We do help Paul with his internet at times. And we learn a lot of technical stuff from him, a lot of wisdom on how do you, you know, make courses, get them accredited and stuff. So you, I mean, we are living examples of what you said. Of course, we didn't meet through your project, but we can speak to what you do from our own personal experiences that it's a very enriching friendship 
what's very interesting is I never thought I would have a diverse range of interests, uh, like history of Canadian, um, uh, you know, lifestyle or uh, the European history and a lot of things like I never thought I would be interested in and knowing Paul, I've learned quite a lot. And of course, it turned out I had when I met him, I wasn't in academia as a career. Now I am. So I learned a lot of things, you know, about how do you have a career in this. And I think Paul loves the Mumbai hustle, which he's kind of digging it. He, you know, so he he's learning how to hustle and 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 sort of uh, like he he's agile, but in a different kind of in a startup. So it's it's fun. So given that you guys have such a great vision, which I really resonate with, and we also live by it, what were your uh, challenges and uh, what were the opportunities for you? Yeah, I think a key challenge that comes to mind is, and I think this is very common in any sort of um, program that wants to address social isolation, is it's kind of like a, like a double-edged sword. I don't even know if that's the right metaphor, but when you're trying to reach the most isolated people, but the people that it's, it's hard because the people that tend to sign up for these sorts of um, programs and initiatives are people that are already integrated in the community and already very engaged, which is great. Like, you know, no complaints, but um, you know, the purpose or one of the main purposes is to reach the most socially isolated people, but it's just so difficult to do that and find out where to go, how to reach them, how, not only how to reach them, but how to make, make it worth their while to actually sign up. So that's been something that we've, that's been a bit challenging on our end, but um, it just, it just takes a little bit more effort to, to reach out into the community and build relationships on our end. Yeah, I, I would say that, you know, one of the workarounds that we're trying is to connect with community organizations who are already in contact with socially isolated older adults or may have them um, kind of within their own networks already. So we don't have to go out and do that on our own. You kind of leverage networks that already exist. Um, but yeah, ultimately, like Danielle was saying, how do you create a line of direct contact with socially isolated older adults? It's definitely a big challenge that needs addressing. Um, and part of that, you know, is a bigger problem of just having kind of the capability in infrastructure to connect with older adults. Um, so does everyone have internet access? Does everyone have, you know, email or phone set up? Because those are like the really more isolated individuals who could potentially benefit from a program like this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, knowing a bit about what we do and from your experience, what, what advice would you have for a company like ours? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say kind of two main pieces of advice here. One uh, would be to take a team approach. Definitely. It looks like you two have a wonderful take team uh, approach going on. So I don't know that you need that already, but beyond your team as well, there are so many other organizations and individuals working in this space, trying to tackle social isolation because it is such a big problem. So uh, for yourselves or anyone like you, just taking the time to see what other organizations are doing and how you can work with what already exists in the ecosystem of services uh, to create something of value. We've worked with organizations to develop our training materials who already offer similar programs, um, sharing tips and advice on how to offer this kind of a program, as well as, you know, connecting with the overflow of people that they have from their program and they just can't potentially service. Um, just because a service or a program or a platform 
already exists, it doesn't mean there isn't room for more or what you're creating. I promise you there is room and there is need for everyone here in this space. And the other piece is just to stick with it. Tackling social isolation is not a quick win. It takes time to build up trust in relationships with your community and your partners, but in the end, you're going to have a really meaningful impact that will make your patients worth it. And Danielle, what do you think? I completely agree with everything Lauren said, especially you know, using a team approach, even just within the Wisdom Exchange Project, all of us involved, I mean, we come from relatively similar backgrounds, you know, we're all in grad school and loosely in the field of aging, but we all sort of bring a different perspective, different experience to the table, and it kind of, you know, we need to rely on each other and um, utilize each other's strengths, and that really is what gets us through, because there are some times when we have meetings and we're like, not frustrated, but it's just, it can be challenging, like we mentioned, but we all just sort of get through it together. Yeah, I think that's good advice. Um, like this podcast was an effort for us to actually get to know people in the community who are doing similar work like yourselves. Um, so I would say, and shamelessly so, like please pass on the other ones that they're doing. If we don't know if you will not already met them because sometimes we don't know everybody and or maybe they know us and they don't know us through somebody, you know, so we can get more people to share. So our idea was to put it all together as a podcast um, and hopefully even get it disseminated. So the challenge for us is actually getting seniors to the podcasts. We do have in that's our numbers show that and we get feedback regularly via emails. Um, we're doing a summit. Um, so the summit is another thing we're doing. Um, and I think you guys got an email from me. At least Lauren must have it and she can forward it to others. It's an invite only summit and that's coming up. So we're trying to, like, like we said, uh, do a little bit of ecosystem mapping because it's gonna be a marketplace place approach for social isolation down the line. It's not gonna be, even if it's personalized, that's fine, but it's marketplace as a business model because everybody's needs are different and not in, there's no one company which can solve it because it's such a multi-pronged disease which needs a multi-pronged, disease is a strong word, but uh, I would say, because I think I trained as a doctor, sometimes I use wrong words, I'm sorry. So I think it's a multi-pronged challenge. It's a social challenge. It's a societal challenge and the disease is an outcome of this challenge. It exacerbates it. A lot of people, dementia has gotten worse in the last one year for many people who have dementia, who've not communicated. Like we've, we've heard so many guests saying the same things again and again. So given that good advice, thank you. And if people want to find out or sign up and you know list themselves as one of the two sites, how do they find you and what's the process? So, um, yeah, so you can go to our website at wisdomexchangeproject.com um, or you can email us at wisdomexchangeproject at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for this lovely Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank so, you so much, much for, for having, having us. us. And you. for all the work you're doing. It's wonderful. It's our pleasure. This is, this is how we are not getting isolated in COVID by talking to people. Otherwise, it's impossible to meet people, right? So this is our little thing for ourselves too, not just for the society. <laughs> for me, That's it's awesome. my purpose. My purpose. Thank you. Awesome.